Welcome into another episode of The Legonomist. We have tackled sports and, and fans in general. We've talked the unwritten laws of drinking. And today, I believe this is a, a topic that my, my co-host holds near and dear to his heart as he sits here today in sunglasses and head shining <laughs> early this morning. Didn't even throw any product in the hair. The unwritten laws of fashion where we're starting today my my co-host has put together another esteem panel of professional i guess we could say judges we'll hear their stories uh we'll hear what drew them to style and where we are now we're going to knock out a bunch we're going to have some fun with it but before we get to our guest the man sitting across from me who i can see myself in the reflection of his sunglasses he stares deep into my eyes right now is the true legonomist Brett Renzenbrink. How are we doing today? And by the way, this is a public service announcement. When you look this fire, last time I saw myself in the in a reflection of the, in the mirror, and I saw when the gear is this fire, yeah. it's like looking into the face of the sun. Okay. I had serious ocular degeneration. This is a real thing. <laughs> this is swag-induced cataracts that okay. I've that I've had, my friend. It's a swagmatism, yeah. and I'm out here to tell the world that when you look this good. Either don't look in the mirror or wear sunglasses okay. anytime so that you can see. Thing. It's like looking into the sun. Okay. So, by the way, speaking of looking into the sun, I'm looking at a couple of shining stars next wow. to me of style. Agreed. From Romualdo. Okay. The Romualdo of Romualdo fame. Very infrequently do you say someone's business and their name and their, their character, it's all wrapped up into one word. Romualdo. And Romualdo, and it's not, it, that's it. We're like Prince, Madonna, Romualdo. Romualdo. And then with him, we also have a good friend of mine who, by the way, little known fact, is a lawyer himself. So okay. this should be interesting as a, as a potential judge here. Chris Bear, who is the uh, who also owns Artfully Disheveled, okay. a.k.a. the Tailored Misfit. Chris Bear, Romualdo, welcome to The Legonomist. How are you guys? Thank you very much. Thank Great. You. Thank okay. you. Romualdo, let's start with you, my friend. We're going to learn about the judges. And actually today... We're doing a little bit of a different format. We're going to go two trials today, and your trial is going to be very specifically about what we call whether or not it's illegal to wear a folksito, okay? So that is a rental, a tuxedo, uh, a basically fake lapels, a really nice suit that somebody calls a tuxedo. So be prepared for that. We're going to talk tuxes in a minute, but let's talk Romualdo. Tell me about you. Tell me about your, your looking dapper as ever. You look fire. Tell me about you. Tell me about where the Romualdo story started. Well, it started in 1968 when I did the open of my place, you know. And uh, since then, I see a quite a change in the style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claudio used to be pretty much big, you know, and the person, they don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, they was just a different. Now, time and time again, people want more stylish, you know, trim, you know, because before they used to wear them just uh, comfortable. What are, so what are some of the things specifically that you see today in 2019 that are just dramatically different than when you came to America? You, I think you said 1960 before. Yeah. What are some of those things that you see today that you would never see 50 years ago? Uh, I saw quite a bit change on uh, fashion. Uh, 
the fashion is very, very different than what it used to be. How so? Uh, well, now they want the uh, tip, they want the style, they want the everything the young, young people. We're trimming usually. up those pants a lot. You know, yep. trim them quite a bit. You know, Ramado probably tapers a yeah. hundred pairs of pants a week. Yeah. Yeah. How often yeah, do you yeah. tape? Let me ask you this. How often do you taper jeans, Romualdo? <laughs> uh, well, we do. Every day. Matter of fact. Every day? We do. We do. How many, t- how many uh, tapered pairs of jeans do you own? Uh, none. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I never wore a jean, and I never will. Yeah, hold, hold on. <laughs> because I never did a lot. I'm not going to age you. You look like you just celebrated your 35th birthday, so, ha- yep. so happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, a- 85 years old. And you've never worn a pair of jeans in your life? Never wear a pair of jeans in my life. Jean shorts? Uh, shorts? No, because uh, <laughs> my godfather said if you wear the jeans, this is not the place of the Lord of the trade. Wow. Oh, buddy. That's it. Wow. So. 85 years. Yeah. He's never felt the denim. Yeah. <laughs> denim has never touched. Your thighs must never be so smooth. <laughs> denim has never touched them. That is true. And by the way, when you say godfather, so I'm like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a generation now where my godfather is, is a guy who is a normal American, you know, guy, you know, who is who's not like terrifying from Italy. He's just... He gets me a card on my birthday, and he does the pogo dance at my wedding. When you say when you say Godfather, I'm envisioning like some something terrifying. Yeah, well, no, it's uh, well, it's two Godfather. Let's put it that way. One, which he teach me, you know, the ropes portion. trade. Yeah, yep. And the other one, it's a mafioso. <laughs> now the mafioso, we don't talking about the mafia. We talking about. The <laughs> yeah, the Godfather, which he teach me to do. Well, to as they the well, as they say in the homeland, holy fungo. I don't want to talk <laughs> yeah. about that. Right? <laughs> My Godfather told me <laughs> never know. to wear jeans. I would yeah. probably listen at that point. Yeah. Speaking that of is, jeans, as I sit here in jeans right now, I know. So we are going to talk. I want you to evaluate some of the style choices in this room. But before we get into that, I want to talk about dress codes. Okay. And actually, this is a good one for Chris, too, because Chris, in, in Artfully Disheveled, which is, I would say, a, a haberdashery company. Is that fair to yeah, say? Yeah, men's accessories. Men's accessories. So the essence of style, the essence of tailoring to events, okay? Dress codes. My friend here, he just had his wedding. And at the, on the invitation, it said casual. I decided to wear jeans. Mm. Is that legal? Illegal? What should I have worn to a casual wedding Reception. Well, you should wear uh, no jeans. Yes. Just never. That's the unreal. Never. Just never. Correct. Tony, <laughs> just get the hell out of here. If I, could get a, if I could get a painting right now of, of what, you, what you're wearing right now, that, that's what I pictured you're, for my casual friends to wear. Oh, you pi- so you, you pictured a $1,000 vest and a, yeah. tie, and a tie that was like. Custom shirt. It looks like it yes. should be on a mannequin. Double Windsor. Yes. Yeah, it's very casual. You can make. You can make. I. A suit or jacket or pants, whatever, you can make the fit so well, it doesn't matter how much you pay. Mm. How long it fit well. The fit is very important. If you fit the person, it could make 100% yeah. the way so, it should be. See, that's, that's where so. I struggled because when I was getting fitted for my Wedding tux, because I'm a taller yeah. man with longer arms. Correct. The guy fitting me literally said, don't do any heavy lifting in your shoulders for the next two months. 
And for me, Brett, you know, the, the way I like to hit it in the weight room. Oh, yeah. That, that, I mean, that put me back a little bit because I had to really scale back to not let the shoulders get out of control. You know what's funny? Or the biceps get out of control. But he told me, he did, he said, he said you can't do any heavy lifting until after the wedding. Similar scenario. I, this is actually a true story. I have um, what I call to be problematic quads. I, although I can't really do a pistol squat and Tony knows that because he tried to train me once and it was pathetic. I have, I was born with these quads and these quads are very difficult to cut around. It's hard to fit these things. They're superhuman quads. So I don't know what you do with them, but you're right. When I get the nice tailored fit and everything fits me and my personality and these quads, I'm a million bucks. I'm feeling good. Even if it's jeans. So yeah. you put, to your point, even if it's jeans, it could be fit nice Indeed. to you. Indeed. Okay. You can make uh, you can make the clothing looks custom if you know how to cut the suits. To dress well, you don't have to spend to a lot dress of money. Well. Yeah. You don't have to spend a lot of money. So if I come to so if well, I go to Goodwill, let's yeah. say that I'm just like you know new kind of urban dude. I don't want to spend a lot of money yep. on my gear. Correct. I go to Goodwill. Correct. I spend about a dollar seventy-five, which is the same cost as a Bud Light at Augie's. And <laughs> I come to you and I say, "Here's my tattered jeans. Here's my shirt. You can make magic out of that." I make my like a custom made. Wow, that's, that's a game changer. And that's the truth. What's the people what, think? People think they got this idea: if they spend a lot of money on the clothing, it will fit better. It's nothing to do with that. It's just the fit and mm. make the man look good. Talk about an unwritten law. Yes. The fit makes the man. Speaking of, uh, so I want to go back the to fit to make the, man. the fit makes the man. Okay, Indeed. so so far we've learned unwritten laws from Romualdo. Number one, take your jeans. Burn them. Burn them. <laughs> or tailor fit them because it's possible. Although you'll never catch Romualdo in the streets wearing jeans. Well, it's possible. If anyone out there has a photo of Romualdo wearing jeans, we got a bounty out there. I will find it. I'll personally give $100 and a glass of bourbon at Romualdo when somebody's getting fit up. If somebody can find me a picture of you, my friend, with jeans on. Not too long ago, I was uh, cut to the grass in my yard. And uh, this guy stopped by. He said, uh, Romualdo, why did you wear a. Dress pants, they cut the grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. You know, it is true. So I said, because I never wear jeans. And he said, why you don't wear jeans when you cut the grass? I said, because I never own one. <laughs> you know, that's it. <laughs> well, so. what, well, obviously, you, you keep fit yourself. You go to the gym. Do you yeah. own sweatpants? Do you own gym shorts? I wear a suit. Every day. <laughs> every day, every night. <laughs> Literally, hold on, are you serious? Like you won't even go, you wake up in the morning, you immediately shower, you throw on a suit. Every day, 80 years. Indeed. Wow. I'm telling you the truth. I'm I'm I got to reevaluate my life. I'm flabbergasted. (laughs) I I wear gym clothes to my job. I know. I got to reevaluate my life. No, I do radio. Just religiously, I do wear dress all the time. I'm what about what about um, so our, our future guest? So our segment two, we've got Kelly Collette, who's a who's a podcast rock star. Mm-hmm. She has jeans on today. Is there is there a different standard? And there's holes in them. 
If for women, is it okay? Or is this a man? Are we talking about dude law or are we talking about life law? Well, jeans uh, look better on a woman than a man, really. <laughs> Especially Let's if it's Kelly. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Be careful. I know yeah. her husband, okay? Yeah, yeah, Very intimidating man. He is. He's, a, he's, he's a got scary, incredible scary swag guy. himself. <laughs> Here's my thing. So I do, a, uh, I do some TV each week, and on the TV show we have to wear suit and tie, and I'm always, I'm always interested on the tie aspect of things. Um, tie length, uh, tie color, mash, matching it with your, your shirt, um, the knot on the tie itself. What are some ways that you guys go with the tie in general? Well, let me say this, uh, talking about the tie. Uh, personally, it's a lot to do with your complexion. Okay. Mm. Number one. Number two, if you slim and trim the way you are, it's a different... Both, you know, the, the, knot, the tie, knot. the way you have okay. to do the knot. So it's all of these things together, you know. You can't wear a tie. Say, oh, everybody wear a tie. I wear a tie. No, each one is different. So naturally, tie, if no. you're shredded up like, like Rambo and yeah. you look like a mannequin like I yeah. do, there's really no way to go wrong no with a tie No way to go wrong. You yeah, with, with that, a knot, that, it's, that I can do whatever I want. The right. tie should, it, you yeah. don't want this Shannon Sharp knot, though. All that you don't the, want the, the big triangle. You know what's yeah. funny about that? I always, so if you rock the vest, I've always suspected that those sports analysts, when they have the, the tie knot that looks like it's a, a mm-hmm. piece, slice Got of pizza, right. like a Sparrow slice yeah. of pizza, that they have a, like the, the length of the tie under it is so short. It it's got to be like right oh, yeah. here. It's got to be at their xiphoid process. That's why they wear the vest That's to right. cover it up. Well, I do wear a vest because I, I like the vest. Well, I got the tie long enough. You got tuck the tie tucked in. in. Jesus. Oh, the tucked in tie. <laughs> oh, fungo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The tie should hit your, your Dios belt, belt loop. Your, uh, tie the to the belt line. loop. Yeah, to your the center of the belt loop. What so, about pocket squares, too? Because when we're talking about haberdashery, I've got my splash and dash here. They call me PG-13 because my pocket game, you got to be an adult to understand it, right? <laughs> Jesus. What, how do you feel about pocket squares, my pocket square, the splash and dash? Well, pocket square, you could... Uh, Put it any way you want, design-wise. Yeah, you know? just throw it in I there. mean, you just throw it over right. that, and that's it. Yeah. You know, you cannot... Doesn't take much. You can put the when things... You look it look like a, you did on the purpose, you know? You just... Throw it in there. You know, you just throw it in there. So let me... We're going to... What about, at, uh, one, what, about the, what about the skinny ties compared to the, the, the old-fashioned? Uh, skinny ties... Uh, uh, some people, they looks good with the skinny ties. And some people don't look so yeah. well because it depends on the size you have. If you have skinny you lapels, know, if you're sc- skinny yeah. tie. Correct. Wide lapels, Correct. Wide tie. Okay. There you go. It's all about symmetry. It's what yeah. I'm Well, it's, it's a, a symmetry. Fit. Yeah, you're right. You can't put a very skimpy tie. If you got a, you know, this, the lapel well, the, is a little bit, you know, it doesn't well, go with The problem is I've grown up in a, in a situation where I would rarely have to wear suits. It was always yeah. athletic. You're playing football, yeah. you're wearing a sweatsuit on the plane because you're comfortable at their game, or very rarely you're dressing up. So my dressing up was putting on a, a shirt and tie and, a, and yeah. a suit jacket and going. Now I'm understanding all the accessories, the tie clip, the cuff links, the, everything that, that goes on with style, and that really kind of accentuates the look a little bit. Speaking of that, I want you to evaluate. So on the other side, we're going to do a quick break here in a minute. And, we're, and Tony and I, we're going to have a trial where you you and Chris are going to have to decide whether it's legal to wear a foxedo, okay? 
Not a, so that's not a bad word. We know, so, Rob, don't be censoring <laughs> anything. We're talking about a folk-cito, okay? I got it. Before that, he just mentioned how he's developed, you know, from a tadpole to, yes. a, to a beautiful alligator of style. Mm. We were at Zufari, okay, two weeks ago. This is how Tony looked. I want you to take a look at this real quick, and I want you to evaluate. There's one tux on the right, and there's one mm. tux. Was it a tux at Zufari? Yours? Yeah. Two tuxes. One that's on the left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, and who is that? Do you recognize that man? That's me. You. Beautiful bald head. <laughs> you. Beautiful you. midnight blue. Yeah. How about Tony's look? Tony looks good. Thank you. But not as good as me. No. Ah. But it's two different things. So yeah. Well, I may you know, say. One you got a custom and the other one is already made or something. Correct. Like and, I, and, I, and, and to that point, I have not. I, <laughs> at that point, I hadn't received my custom wedding tuxes yet. Oh, okay. This was just a. You know, it was like 6 o'clock. They were like, hey, come meet us out. And at 6.15, I'm ready. Oh, great. Meanwhile, Brett, you know, Brett <clears throat> went the full custom. I went, the, to Ram- I went to Romualdo. Yeah. And I as sat you, there. As you told us that night multiple times. And, and I drank <laughs> and I sipped bourbon with my friend Chris here, where he walked me through all of the beautiful tuxes. And we made a decision about the satin or the uh, midnight blue because that's the classic tux. Bought it, custom fit, beautiful Rocked everybody's. It work. matched your complexion Pe- well. <laughs> yeah, I don't with, know the, if any, with the red. And I don't the, know if anything matches my complexion well. <laughs> it, might, it might match the complexion, but not well. That's a good one. But all night, this is how you know you look good, Romaldo. And I, I might bring this up in here mm. in a minute after the break. Mm. How you know so, how you know you look good is not when people give you compliments, is when they give you criticism. Correct. They want to Maybe look like you. Line. How about yes, that? Indeed. Why don't, okay, so we're going to do a little trial here. I've got plenty of ammunition. And on the other side of this break, Romualdo and Chris, the tailored misfit, I want you guys, we're going to do a little bit of a trial here, and we're all going to learn whether or not it is illegal or legal to wear a folksito, which we will explain here in a moment. Stay tuned. This will be impressive if we can pull this off. All right, we're back. We have us. Uh, no, 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 no. Not, we are back. And uh, right now, the, the people who are in the room, we've got Tony Pike, my friend. We've got Romualdo. We've got Chris Bear. And we also have a special, we have a special guest on the line who we're going to hear from in about five minutes. But what we're going to do right now is, is we are going to have a little bit of trial. And what I'd like to do is have these gentlemen weigh in on whether or not a folksito, so that's F-A-U-X-E-D-O, is legal or illegal. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead. So we're, we're going to go ahead and we're going to hear from our special guest here in about five minutes. Okay. All right, so the folksito. Um, all right, so first of all, Romualdo, you, you're our special guest in studio. And my thinking today is that folksito should be illegal, Okay. And here's why. I'm going to give you three reasons. Number one, we have a new type of legonomics called legonometry. And I want to introduce it right now. We're going to make history. Legonometry is the unwritten laws of math. And I have what I call not the Pythagorean theorem, but the Paswagorean theorem, which is, which is that, if, that if, you wear, if you go to a formal event more than two and a half times per year, then you need to wear buy your own tux. If Correct. you don't go to a formal event at least two and a half times a year, then <laughs> yep. So <laughs> we're getting a little bit of static from our special guest. All right. So 
So, so the first reason is the Tuxwaggerium theorem. Okay, number two, there's only one Pepe. Okay, so there's only one place on Earth where you know you can you can rent a tux. I'm like I'm sure at Ramoldo you can too, but there's only so many places where you can trust the person that you're renting the tux from. I personally, I don't trust that some Jim Bob who's at some wedding six months ago, who's spilling mustard all over his jacket and, you know, who's, who is like, you know, spilling white claw and everything on his shirt. I don't want to mess with that guy. Okay. I know Tony, he might want to, he likes to rent. He likes to rent his Speedos. He likes to rent his tuxes. I don't trust to have that type of intimate contact with a former owner. And number three, most importantly, on top of the the Poswaggerium theorem, which means that it's really more economical to buy a tux, and the fact that I don't trust other people to wear the same gear as me because I want it fit to me, as you said. Number three is just kind of like step up, okay? So if you're like a big boy, or if you're if you're wearing your big boy pants or your big girl pants, buy some stuff for yourself, okay? If Tom Brady, he talked about these guys are NFL quarterback. You think when Tom Brady goes on the field and it's game time? When he puts on TB12, that's his uniform. You know that that is intrinsically him. Hmm. He's not renting that. He's not wearing a Bengals jersey. He's not putting on 15. He's not putting on a Carolina Pike jersey. He's wearing the TB12. Yeah. He's earned that. It's part of who he, he is. Much like when you buy a tux, that's part of who you are. People recognize, just like Mo said, I don't want people to talk about my decisions. Hmm. This is the one exception. I don't want a folksito. I want people to talk about my style and therefore folksitos should be illegal thank you on to tony here's 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 my thing and and just to be clear one of your main points was just step up that that's do you use that in the courtroom oh yeah just step up <laughs> your honor step up <laughs> here and, and i'm going to start with with what brett finished with where he wants everyone else talking about the suit at zufari we didn't have a chance to talk about the suit because brett made it known to everyone that he was rocking a custom suit. I don't need to tell people I'm rocking a custom suit. I just want to be there. I want my wife to look great. I'm not trying to outshine what she's doing. But if you just want to go on the facts alone, here's where I look at. First, affordability. Rental tuxedos on average, 70 to 175 The average cost to buy one, the average cost, 500 TB12. We're looking a little bit north of that. TB12. Then you give variety. I'm going to get a huge selection of high-quality styles from big-name brands and accessories that I can match in every color. Are you sponsored by TJ Maxx? <laughs> every color. That was perfect. Here's where else I go. Here's where else I go. If I'm, if I'm buying a, a tux and I'm buying Midnight Blue, oh yeah, and I go to a different event and my wife, fiance, girlfriend, prom date is wearing a different color, then I'm out of luck and I'm going to buy something else. So I say matching your tux to your significant other's outfit is a little easier when renting. One that, that, that was along the lines for me, when you rent a tux, you still got room to grow. I got room if I'm going to lose weight, if I'm going to gain weight, if I'm going to gain some muscle, if I'm going to start shrinking a little bit. I have room in a rental tux to be able to go in and say, okay, change my fit change where I'm at. I need to get I need to get realigned. And then finally, as Romano said to start the show, fashion has changed so much, literally from when he opened in 1968 to 2019. Your midnight blue tux right now may not be the same midnight blue tux that is in in 2021 if I dump all this money 
into a tux in 2019. I may not have that ability in 2021. So for that reason, renting a tuxedo gives me opportunity to continue my style, to stay up to date on the latest fashion trends. Okay, with that, I'm going to kick it to the um, the judges. Romualdo, he's, this, this guy's dropping a pen. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Romualdo, Folksitos, rentals. And actually, if we have Pepe on the line, do we still have our featured guest or no? But I want to hear from Romualdo first. Legal, illegal? Illegal. Illegal. <laughs> Why? Okay. Let's hear what Pepe says. Oh. If you want a nice taxi, go to the place to, like me, Romualdo, and every person, I rent a nice good look at taxi. <laughs> you wear a couple of days, you pay me that I you rent, and you're free. And then you come out, you can buy another, and you can rent taxes any time you want to. So, what Pepe, you, re- so Pepe, Pepe, you're saying that it is better to rent a tuxedo than buy a tuxedo? Uh, to rent. A split Either decision. Way. Either, wait a minute. Don't miss me. Either way, if you want to rent, you can rent. If you want to buy, you can buy. That's except to you what you like. All right, Romualdo, you have the final word on, on tuxedo rentals versus purchasing. We, we're now at a split decision. What is your final word on whether or not this is legal? The way I see <clears throat> the rental. It's for the people, they could wear them quite a few times, you know, like, uh, like if you render a tuxedo, you have to remember the tuxedo has been wear from somebody else, mm. okay? That's number one. Now, if you want to look the best and you want to keep the tuxedo, you better go on a customer made. Because of the custom made, you keep them for yourself. If you wear them a couple of times a year, it will pay off. So Otherwise, we're... you, I, I you I have said to the continue. same thing that he said. Exactly the same what he says. I said to you the same doggone thing. <laughs> Pepe, you are a legend. Romualdo, you are a legend. You two, I could sit with you guys all day. Pepe, I know that you're you're very busy. You got a lot of rental, you got a lot of rentals. You got prom night. You got weddings. You've got people probably waiting for you, you to, to go, fit them up. So thank you for your time on all the right. phone. David, thank you so much. Okay, no, bye-bye. thank you. That's hey, Pepe Ramundo. I see you, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you guys have like a, a weekly get together or something like that? Hey, we're gonna get together maybe next week. Okay. All right. So so Pepe and and Romualdo are going to uh, to stay together. We're going to stay with, with uh, this, the style uh, narrative here. And here in a minute, first of all, I want to thank Romualdo. I want to thank Chris Bear, uh, both of which. So you can see Chris Bear at, at Tailored Misfit, at Tailored Misfit. And then also you can find Romualdo on Facebook, Romualdo, but also at Romualdo, which is R-O-M-A-U-A-L-D-O. Sartoria. Sartoria. Okay. Sartoria. And look out for. You won't find one photo in jeans. No jeans, but you will find an opportunity to win a $200 value custom shirt. So if you like what you heard today, we're going to be giving away a $200 custom shirt to the person who follows Romualdo and also listens to this podcast. On the other side. Are we allowed to win? We are Can not allowed. You, you need to win. <laughs> After I'm looking at that shirt, you need to win, but you're not. You're I just got qualified. long arms. <laughs> Whatever. I got big quads. I got a weird it's neck. hard. I got long arms. But Yikes. you don't have quads. All right. So on the other side, we're going to be having uh, segment two with Kelly Collette, and we're going to talk about some event specific style. So going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Stay tuned. Thank you.
Romualdo has been helping men, and now women, look their best for over 50 years. Established in 1968 by Master Taylor Romualdo in the quaint community of Madeira, Ohio, Romualdo has become a Cincinnati staple for authentic menswear, bespoke garments, and old world tailoring, gathering national recognition while staying true to their goal of delivering exceptional products with unparalleled service, Romualdo is truly a destination for any style-minded individual. Located at 7121 Miami Avenue in the heart of Madeira, Romualdo is more than just a suit shop. Stop in for anything from denim and t-shirts to sport coats, sweaters, grooming products, and much more. As we approach the holidays, Romualdo is your one-stop shop for the best gifts for the men and women in your life. Centrally located just 15 minutes from downtown, 10 minutes from Hyde Park, and a quick jaunt from Mason, Romualdo, suited for the everyday man. 7121 Miami Avenue in Madeira. Welcome back to The Legonomist, episode three. A riveting segment one in which we were, we were split. We were hung with a split decision on Hung whether jury. or not to rent or buy a tuxedo. Joined, as always, by our co-host, the real agonomist, Brett Renzenbrink. And, Brett, I'm going to toss this to you because I feel like what we have here is a motion to reconsider. Yep. So I, I don't disagree, and we are blessed to have with us today another, what I would call a subject matter expert from a completely different angle. Mm-hmm. We're talking about we've gone from – Style OG, straight from Italy, 1960, never wore jeans, to a beautiful, lovely, new age comedian, podcast mm-hmm. rock star, very stylish, also wearing jeans, yes. Kelly Collette. <laughs> so I agree. Why don't we start this thing? Kelly, you were here. You listened to the, the first segment, correct? I did. It was a fascinating discussion. Okay. So let's put it to you before we get into all, all the great things you're up to. Folksitos. Mm-hmm. We need we Tony has filed a motion the motion yes. to con- reconsider is our one and oh. This is a yes. big, big move. Yeah. It's to, like a challenge. To you. It's an appeal. We had a hung jury. I only get one of them. Peppy, of Peppy was Peppy said renting fine. Mm-hmm. Romaldo said renting not fine. Yeah. What does Kelly say? So Kelly says it is important to invest in quality, good lasting pieces that are gonna last you a lifetime. And with Brett's Midnight Blue Tuxedo, I mean, he did look like James Bond. This Mm -hmm. is a classic tux. He looked really great in it. It fit. However, Tony made some really, Mm. really great points about being able to change up your look. Don't do it. You're changing body. You're changing fashion. And I know that a lot of the rentals now are quality pieces. Mm. You know, you're not investing in H&M fast fashion, Mm -hmm. something that is going to fall apart. So... Unfortunately, Brett, I'm going to go with Tony's side wow. on this one. Wow. History is made yet again. History. So there's actually going to be two um, aspects of history at least made today. Are so, you okay? Can, can we just, before we move on, are you going to be able to finish the show? She, she at least said that she's very I'm not good saying at, you don't look good. I'm just saying. She called me James Bond. I typically get Lex <laughs> Luthor. So like to be on the good side of a Bond movie is kind of a new thing yeah, for me, which is cool. Whatever you got to tell yourself for losing two out of three so far. So historically now, Tony very controversially is up. Well, that means that we're both... Two, two, one, one, right? Two, two, and two. Because no. I won the motion to reconsider the first one. Mm. So you guys are just a, it's just a competition it's this whole just, time? Yes. You guys have a yes. scoreboard back yes. here? Except, you know, I didn't go to like law school and stuff no, like that. Yeah. So it's got to feel terrible to Brett that I continue to win these trials. Everything I'm, is coming from a girl point, though, because we like to mix things up. Yeah. We like to, every event is different. You yes. know, and, he, and you want the man with you to match. I, well, 
not even that. What you're with. You want to not be seen in the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, so if your gonna, guy is wearing the same. I've seen thing. I've seen Brett in that midnight blue tux four times. And he's five. gonna probably be buried in it. Yes. You know what I, I mean? I was like mowing the lawn yesterday, like Romano, and no, with my midnight blue tux. So Tony did make history today. We're gonna make more history on uh, later on in this segment when we attempt. I'm gonna attempt to do something we've never done on the Legonomist. And I'm going to attempt to have Kelly ratify the first ever Mm. constitutional amendment, Bill of Rights, (laughs) where we are going to talk about your freedom of freak. Okay. We'll get there in a second. But first, Kelly. Yes. Let's talk about you. Oh, me. Lots of cool stuff happening. Stand-up comedian, living my fest life, your own podcast. I've listened to multiple of them. Thank you. The Oktoberfest one was very cool. Listen to the whole story. Very uh, interesting history of Oktoberfest, Not a lot of people know the history behind events. We go out and we celebrate and we dress up. We do the chicken dance. We do this, that, and the other. And we, we don't take the time to reflect, like, where did this even come from? Why are we doing this? Has this changed? So that's what I like to kind of provide, the, the backstory of a festival, how you celebrate, um, what you can expect, and to get people excited about things they haven't necessarily heard of before. So what are some of the, on Living My Fest Life, and by the way, so Kelly also is a stand-up comedian. She does great. She's, uh, she's got a huge following. She opened for Liza. Eliza Schlesinger. Eliza, yep, mm-hmm. Which I went to, and she did an amazing job. I've seen her multiple times. She's super good. Um, You're going to get some pasta after this. Oh, yeah. I have to bribe him with pasta to uh, give yeah. me I'm not being bribed. Right? I'm, not, I'm also not trying to recuse myself. You're here on your own will, right? Yes, absolutely. Blink twice. Yeah. <laughs> He's living high up that James Bond comedy. Yeah. That's He's... right. Um, but she also, has, so Living My Fest Life is a podcast that you can find right now. She's got a page on Spotify, a couple other channels. And um, I've listened to multiple of them. What's your favorite one you've done so far? You've done a number of them, right? So my favorite ones are the ones that I have not been to the festival, and I'm hearing about a whole different counterculture that I'm not privy to. Um, So Gathering of the Juggalos was really interesting to me because I am not a juggalo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it was cool to hear about it. You're not a juggalo. I'm not. I, You know, I'm not wearing my makeup. Shucker. (laughs) And um, um, Burning Man was... You know, I thought it was an arts festival or like a concert, you know, learning about that one. And then I just got back from Salem Horror Fest. So I was actually able to go to that event and then tell everybody what it was like. Burning so. Man, also what I call this outfit right now. Just straight <laughs> fire suit game. You don't have jeans on. You don't have to burn them. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, Salem Horror Fest. See, that'd be, that would be something. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Halloween guy. You are. Yeah, well, so what that a, would be. What an, apro- what an big, apropos time. It's coming up. Big. Have big. you thought about what you're going to be? I've not. What were you last year? Let's 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 run down a list here. What's what is um, what does Tony Pike wear on I Halloween? I honestly, I he's don't. got long arms. He's just yeah. really long. He's Slender Man. He's, he's like yeah. the, uh, the car, you're, the car you're, dealership. Uh, the, the weaving and flapping. You're guy. Burning Man, and I'm Slender Man. <laughs> yeah, the Thin Man. That's yeah. the, that's the. It was you know it's it's weird to me, and and I get made fun of by my wife about this now. As we'll I'm go sorry. through pictures of when I was younger, and there's like four different Halloweens where I dressed up as a woman. Nice. And, See, this is the freak factor I'm telling you about. Freedom of freak. And Here she's we go. like, she's like, what is the deal with this? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is something like my parents pushed and thought it was funny. But yeah, there's like four different Halloweens. Mm. One I have a different I'm, theory. One where I'm like legit makeup. The other where I have one of those like inflatable 
woman suits on. I mean, it was just it was bizarre to look back on time because I was thought I always thought like I did like Dracula and stuff like that. But no, I was, there was like four different Halloweens that I what's, was a woman. It's funny. Inflatable woman suit. I'm sorry, you sound so silent to the lambs when you yeah. say yeah. that. Like, by the way, what? what's, what's funny about that is I actually know the pictures um, that Tony's talking about, and none of those were on Halloween. They're all in April. They're all in March and April when he was just out hanging out. It's a weird. Dressed up as a woman. Very, very, very weird. Time. What's theory. your theory? What's My your theory, theory on is this? Halloween is the time where you get to dress the way you've always wanted to mm. and you use that as an excuse to whatever mm. your thing is so Tony, I, subconsciously I'm, subconsciously some some girls who are very conservative throughout the year they're like you know what i'm gonna do the goth thing or i'm gonna mm. wear something a little more, more revealing we have a mutual friend all of us that for some reason every halloween i see him full body painted and I'm like, that must be your thing. You guys know who I'm talking about. Every year, he's just like, I'm going to paint myself from head to toe, either silver or gold or blue. And that's just For my of- sake, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> well, before we get into Halloween, I, I want to talk a little bit just about the the unwritten laws of going to events generally, okay, mm-hmm. in terms of, because you, you are an expert at events. Yes, and I'm big on theme, and I'm big on meeting the expectation of the event and the vibe that it's putting out. So let's go ahead and dive in a little bit because Mm -hmm. I like in this new format, I like to kind of test the jury a little bit. We do a little bit of uh, of of voir dire, as we call it in law. Okay, so I, I want to like ask. Brett just uses all these big yeah, words that I don't I'm understand, so and he just like he just expects. Sorry, Brett, I don't speak yeah. French. What? <laughs> it feels like he can Fungo. just he can say whatever he wants, and the audience is just going to be like, "Oh, okay, that must yes. be important." Okay, like he well, tries so, to talk over us. A so people, Verdot. so <laughs> that voir dire. Okay. okay, so for the law geeks out there, voir dire, they know that this is your opportunity when you get to talk to a jury. Mm. You get to ask them questions open format to kind of test their metal if you're representing a murderer you're like hey isn't murder isn't murder okay do you I mean are you cool with it and they're like yeah like they probably had a All reason right, Lord, like, you're, time. In, you're you in. like murder so events specifically mm-hmm. salem juggalo oh yeah let's focus on juggalo for a second <laughs> If you show up a juggalo with like a t like a like a button up, you're, you're a narc. Go you're well. a cop. You're gonna die. <laughs> no. So what, what are some of the unwritten laws in your when you're on stage looking out the fans mm-hmm. when you're speaking to people that go to events when you're at events yourself? Kind of what are some of those things that you're looking at? Like okay, faux pas that okay killed it. You know what are you looking at in events? So like meeting the vibe and meeting the expectation. You don't want to be the one that's bringing down the event. If someone invites you to a theme party, if you're going to an ugly sweater party, if you're going to a concert, a wedding or whatever, you don't want to be the person that's like, I didn't feel like doing it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, right. I just feel like collectively as a group, if you are deciding and committing to go to an event, you should go all in. And you should be part of that group and that community. Not necessarily give up and compromise who you are as a person, but but uh, not get in where you fit in. I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say here. It's okay. We're you not, we're you not get what I'm saying, anything. right? Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm throwing out. I think I am. And I actually am um, admittedly almost like, it's almost sad mm-hmm. that at this point in my life, there was a point in my life when I used to rake W's at Halloween costume contests. Like I mm. did a Richard Simmons when I was 12 years old. Now, that that now rocked, your point makes sense. <laughs> worlds. Yeah, you're right. So it's I wanted to be fit. Yeah. You know, I, was, I was a chunky little kid, and I was like, I was into him. I was into his vibe. And uh, pre or post hair? That was pre, that was well pre hair was like when I'm like a baby, okay. but during hair. Okay, yeah. during hair. He's like, it's gonna it's gonna last forever. Yeah. Well, that's actually curls. an interesting point. Yeah. As a bald dude. Halloween, you're limited. Halloween? No, Halloween. No, you is one get of the to, only times I get to wear a you wig. You get to be who you. 
I get to rock. If I I want to dress this year like Mm -hmm. Derek Schaefer, (laughs) where I can have a big, beautiful black quaff of Mm swaling, beautiful hair slicked up, or I can be Tony Pike. Maybe I'll be Tony Pike this year. Mm. Throw what? What would that look like? By the way, I don't know. In 2019, I don't know. I mean, his I can't deepest care- desire is yes. to be. I mean, this is there, subconscious. This is what he's always so, wanted. But I would say, at this stage in my life, Halloween becomes something where it's like, okay, we're let's do it this year. This is the year we're going to dress up. Yeah. And then it's like right right now, October 12th or whatever it is today, or 9th. I don't even know what mm-hmm. the date is. Mm. But you're like, okay, this is the year we're going to do it. You talk to your spouse, mm-hmm. or your significant other, your buddies. You're like, we're going to be the Power Rangers this year. And then week goes by, week goes by, nobody buys anything. Amazon too late to deliver, can't <laughs> find it. Then you're just like, you know what? Fungo it. Let's just let's just show up like an idiot and, and have a couple beers and what? do uh, it. And then you're that you. guy in the corner that yes. everybody's like, okay, what do you? Are What's you he? Oscar are you from you the office? Like I don't understand. Like people. Totally. And 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 I just feel like if you are agreeing to go to something like that. You got you it. Owe it. You, you owe it. You owe it to the party. Yes. And I feel like I feel like the big. Well, it's word, an law is what you're like, really saying. Yeah, I feel like the big word there was commitment. Mm-hmm. If my buddy's having a Halloween party, then you, if you're going to go, you need to commit to a costume. Mm-hmm. Because I've been guilty in the past few years of a day or two before Halloween, I'm at the costume store and everything's picked through. And then I'm going to Goodwill and I don't know <laughs> what I'm looking for and I'm trying to throw something together. And you get to a party and everyone's like, well, what are you? Yeah. If someone's asking, what are you at the Halloween party, then you're probably not doing a good enough job. But that's when you overcome. Commitment. So I had, okay, very true. And to your, and to your bald point, I got to throw this in for Big the, Steve. There's a bald point, okay. To big, for Big Steve, it was like five Halloweens ago. Big Steve, out of nowhere, my father, who has a full head of hair, comes out of the bathroom completely shaved. Nice. That's commitment. Like razor to the top of the head. Yeah. Bald. He's a champion. But. Who needs hair? I said, what are you, what are you going as? And his response was, I don't know yet. Brett ran the room. He hadn't I just, thought I, it through yet. He said, I just wanted to start with this. See? So he lost a full head of hair and he went all in. I think he ended up going as like Butterbean. But that might have been <laughs> his secret wig. desire. You know, he yes. obviously wanted to do it. So let's, uh, well, and by the way, so I'll just say this. I had a wedding, uh, I'm sorry, I had a, um, a Halloween party a couple years ago that Kelly was at. Mm-hmm. And she dressed she dressed up as Negan, which that is was, awesome. And that was a pull-together costume, but I had to commit. Because I said, yes. I don't know what I'm going to be. I have a leather jacket. I have a baseball bat. I have a red scarf. Like, I can commit to this. And it was just stuff that I found in bar- my closet was already. Was there barbed wire on that I bat? did. Ra- well, I wrapped some regular wire. It wasn't barbed. I didn't yeah. want to, you know. You want to kill somebody. You know how dangerous, dangerous I am. <laughs> so, the, so the exception to your unwritten law is we sort of developed this out. For me, at least, if mm-hmm. you don't have the, the ability to dress as a certain character, you have to be a certain create character. It, yeah. Create through your actions. Right. And I, and so I was that's threatening the everybody the whole night, wasn't I? <laughs> I right. Know. And I that's part know. of the costume, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's you actually and part of the event. So when you go there, you're not just dressed up as a juggalo sitting there drinking a white claw. So you have to, mm-hmm. you have to be in costume. You, you have to like not attack somebody if you're a juggalo. <laughs> no, no, no. I just feel like you have to uh, try to ingrate like when I went to 1940s day I dressed up 1940s I fit in with all a bunch of people who were dressed up in 1940s it was like I was part of the event people were like coming oh I love that where did you get that you know we were mutually respecting each other and what we were there at the event for yep. and then there was a bunch of people walking around in jeans and t-shirts and mm. I just felt like maybe they weren't having as much fun yeah, they left they were left out and by the way so speaking of um, events and mm-hmm. things coming up not only do you have live in my fest life not only are you a rock star comedian 
but you're also doing something. Is it Pan America? Yeah, Pan America. Pan Am Papa. Pan Am Papa. I'm, okay, I'm working so that right now. What is yeah. going on with this? So um, Pan Am is a great. Uh, brand and they work with this company Gorilla, Gorilla Cinema and basically a week long pop up um, for people to experience uh, the old age of Pan Am. We have our stewardesses dressed up. We do a towel service. Costumes. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, fun cocktails. They're able to just kind of go back and see the nostalgia of that. So age. if I show up to that event, mm-hmm. is it an expectation that I look like Don Draper? That I've got like old school kind of vibe. Not an expectation, but it makes it so much yeah. better when you do. I we had so many people come dressed up in their 1960s gear, and I feel like they were just more part of the experience and more ingratiating, and it just made it more fun for everybody. So else. am I being granted permission then to? What am I hearing here? You're good. Oh. Am I being granted permission here if I come to that event mm-hmm. to just slug bourbon and smoke cigarettes all night? I mean, that's that's what we want you to do. <laughs> Am I actually able to smoke in the we, event? We do a cigarette service. Actual cigarettes? No. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, wow, know, that's it's, it's just back then. Commitment. It's what the doctor ordered. So Commit. we provide that vibe for you guys. Yep. So you feel like you're really in the era. Give me a minute on stand-up. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I tried stand-up once. <laughs> and you were there again. So Kelly and I actually have an interesting sort of intertwined history. We have. We, we cross paths a lot. Where your husband and I made a pact, commitment, mm-hmm. to both do the uh, Funniest Person in Cincy contest. Where yep. We went to Go Bananas and I mm-hmm. completely embarrassed myself. They took video of it. I paid them to take it down and get rid of it. Honestly, this wow. is true. Um, and luckily, it just wasn't good enough where, you know, that nobody wanted to see it anyway. But stand-up, extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Hard to read a room. Difficult to look into the room and see people who are not there committed to the experience. Wolf, yes. What are some the of the, what are, if you see, what are some of the unwritten laws of, of being a, some, an attendee mm-hmm. from the comedian's perspective? Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about what you wear. I don't care what you wear. I can't see you. Um, I'm dressing up for you to present you a package, just so you know. I'm putting effort into it not being a slob. However, um, when you go to a show, you're committing to being an audience member and not part of the show. So mm. please do not yell out yeah. at the stage unless specifically addressed by the comedian. If they ask you a question, you are free to answer if they do not please please shut the f- up yeah. fungo up what's interesting about that is it's the diametric opposite of what we just talked about with events stand up yeah. is the exact opposite mm-hmm. right you are encouraged you're not encouraged to be part of the show mm-hmm. you're you need to sit there and you need to laugh unless i right. tell you to say something well, i have i have a couple different friends that are comedians and i'll go to their show and i don't want to be anywhere close because i don't want that off chance that they like my biggest fear of going to a stand-up show is like being seen and being so like many the people say person that. and like, oh, they're going to pick me out to where I had... You're going to make fun of me right, is what to where they I say. Had, I would go with a group of buddies and we had a seat by the stage. Like, no, 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 no. We got to sit back here. I'm like, why? <laughs> well, if he, if he catches me or if I'm not laughing, then they're going to make fun of me. It's very rare a comedian will just point to someone right. and start ha. roasting them. You got like a really weird laugh that's or a, something. That's yeah, just, they, might, they might comment on something that they have to comment on because it's blatantly obvious. Yeah. But no one is going... No stand-up comedian's like, I hope somebody wears something wait, funny. Wait till tonight. Can, I'm yeah. going to find that person well, in the first I, row. I feel kind of, though, it's almost like a defensive... It's almost like a defense mechanism if the... If if the set's not going well, mm-hmm. if you're, that is if totally you're, right. If you're smoking, if you're mm-hmm. crushing it, and people are laughing, you don't care what people are saying. But if if you have one of those nights, I'm sure every stand-up has. I know I did. <laughs> I'm one for one on horrible responses. Yeah. So don't don't say every stand-up and then say I am because well, that, you know, that refers that you are a stand-up comedian. I'm an I'm an unwritten you know I'm an unwritten comedian right. Okay. So I'm like okay. you can just apply that to everything. 
Um, but I'm great at everything. Just ask me, right? A medium. But if you're having a terrible night and you're hearing crickets out there and you start to get in your own head and so then you start to get distracted by people who are in the front row and you're just like, look at this So asshole. your defense mechanism is to attack people. That's good. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah, true or untrue? I think it's a little bit true. Um, you know, pinned into a corner, sometimes you have to... Fight or flight. Try and... Uh, struggle your way out of that box. So yeah. I wouldn't use somebody else. I would use the awkwardness of the situation and be like, why do you guys hate me? Is it because of this? Is it because of that? I tend to turn it back on myself, but... Um, That's because you're a good person. Well, <laughs> I'm a horrible person. I, I fight like... or flight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I will I will jump into the crowd and start swinging on people like it's a Juggalo concert. And then it, <laughs> and it, then and then it, it literally turns into me leaving saying, man, how bad was he to wow? Did you yeah, see that I'm fight? Yeah, I'm glad that I hung out in the back because I punches? didn't get punched. And it's, yeah, that's the comedy show, how weak the punches actually were. Yeah. 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 So yeah, if you show up to a comedy f- show as an audience member, that's another unwritten rule. Uh, do not try and swing on anybody. <laughs> if the comedian see? comes out and starts boxing you, just leave. Okay. Um, so, we, so we've got a little bit of context here and... and on the other side of the break, we're going to be asking. Can I give one more? Can I get one more opinion as a newly married man mm-hmm. for, oh. for Halloween? Please do. We've we've gone back tread and forth. lightly. We've gone back and forth already, and she's asked me numerous times, "What are we going to be for Halloween? Oh. What are we going yeah. to be for Yee. Halloween? Am I welcome to your new life? Am I locked in <laughs> as a married life to have to go as a couple's costume, or is it still. fair to say, hey, you do you? I'll do my costume. Ooh. If we're going to a costume party. That feels wrong, but go ahead. Couples I costumes ca- are fun, and they're fun for single people to see, and they're fun. Group costumes are amazing. However, you're not trapped in anything. I feel like yeah. you should say, you know what? I've always wanted to live out this fantasy <laughs> about being this lady. <laughs> How about I be you? You be me. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, if you're going to dress, uh, so sometimes as a, as a guy, you kind of get distracted, and you kind of wander around a little bit. You do a little bit of fray walking, as we like to yes. say. Mm-hmm. My only thing is, if you're going to dress as a couple, and, and Daniel, you got to be next to each other. And my other. wife will appreciate this. Yeah. She'll say, "Don't be wandering away mm-hmm. because I'm going to look like an idiot, and you're going to yeah. look like an idiot because you're dressed up like as Luigi, and you're like across the street, and I'm sitting here like Mario." And people are like, "Well, where the hell is Luigi? Where's yeah. where's your boy?" So you got to commit. Mm-hmm. It's about commitment. So you're going to come together. You got to you got to stay with the one that brought you. Yep. Speaking of uh, events, love the one you're with. <laughs> love the one you're with, just like you and me, the Legonymous Brothers. Oh, so, oh, they're holding hands um, now. Uh, oh, my oh my God, God. <laughs> they're holding hands. Um, so we um, we don't. Although I'd love to have Ducky, your dog, on the line <laughs> as, as as a special guest. We don't. We tried. He was he was not available. You can find uh, Ducky, by the way. It's it's it, what's his? It's Instagram? Lucky Ducky. It's Lucky Ducky. Uh, growing sensation. Lucky um, Ducky is. Had a, caused a TV problem and a and a vacuum problem. So oh far. yeah, he is ruining everything and making everything great at the same time. So Sounds actually, like a dog. he is. Um, I'm going to an event next week, uh, the Stray Animal Adoption Program Twisted Whisker Gala, and okay. the cover model this year for the event is Ducky. Wow! Wow! So, well, you know one uh, character who I know lets their freak flag fly, Ducky. Yes. yes. So on the other side of this break, we're going to set. A record, another one. We're gonna make history. So many history. And I, you guys, the book is, is being smashed. Historical, and I am gonna ask Kelly mm-hmm. to ratify the first ever the constitutional amendment, first one ever mm. on the other side. Stay tuned. Are you looking to produce your own podcast? 
ESP Media has state-of-the-art audio and video production studios available for you. Our studio rental rates are the most competitive in town. Contact us today at sales at ESPMediaSN.com or 513-655-4966. That's 513-655-4966. It's your podcast. We just produce it. Romualdo has been helping men, and now women, look their best for over 50 years. Established in 1968 by Master Taylor Romualdo in the quaint community of Madeira, Ohio, Romualdo has become a Cincinnati staple for authentic menswear, bespoke garments, and old world tailoring. Gathering national recognition while staying true to their goal of delivering exceptional products with unparalleled service, Romualdo is truly a destination for any style-minded individual. Located at 7121 Miami Avenue in the heart of Madeira, Romualdo is more than just a suit shop. Stop in for anything from denim and t-shirts to sport coats, sweaters, grooming products, and much more. As we approach the holidays, Romualdo is your one-stop shop for the best gifts for the men and women in your life. Centrally located just 15 minutes from downtown, 10 minutes from Hyde Park, and a quick jaunt from Mason, Romualdo, suited for the everyday man. 7121 Miami Avenue in Madeira. Welcome back historical day legends in the studio first segment i mean i feel more stylish today just by virtue of being here in the presence of of at least one style hero of mine kelly collette thank you tony pike's also here (laughs) he's got a black shirt on it's not custom fit romaldo i feel like just just tore down all my he he basically tore down my wardrobe i used to think men's fashion was boring you know it's just the same jacket shirt tie jacket shirt tie jacket shirt i had no idea how in-depth you guys can go into I that. I couldn't imagine cutting my grass in, in dress pants. He works a, out in them. It's, yeah. it's insane. It actually is insane. I, I, I'm and he gonna, keeps himself in great shape. Phenomenal. He's, you know he's at the gym just pumping in the... He's climbing the gym rope. Yeah. Body of an Italian Adonis. <laughs> yes. So let's, well, forget about Romualdo because we got to get down to business. When we do the Laganomist, it's important that we come out of these... With trials, with verdicts, with guidance mm-hmm. for life. Someone call this a must-win for you. I'm going to call it two, two, and two because we've uh, we've both won, we'll lost. Check, we'll check the books. I think it's like one, 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 and one or something like that. We'll check the books. Very controversial. <laughs> you guys have are we on episode three? How was yeah. it? One, 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 oh, one, just, two. But we we all motion reconsider. This is, this is what he does. He just when he, when he gets backed into a corner. His yeah. fight or flight, he throws out words that we don't understand, and he just throws He's, random numbers, and he expects people to just buy in. Flash bomb. Well, let me throw, okay, so I want to throw out a word you haven't heard, ever, because we just- Fashion. Just like, <laughs> just like in segment one when we introduced legonometry. Well, mm. today, we are going to introduce, for the first time ever, the Legonstitution, mm. and, and we're going to ask Kelly today, I am at least, over your objections- to ratify the first ever Constitutional Amendment, which I will right now formally call the Freedom of Freak. Instead of freedom of expression, mm-hmm. on the Bill of Rights of the Constitution, number one, freedom of freak. Okay. I am a uh, in my day job. Brett always gets to go first. <laughs> that gives you the advantage, bud. In my day job... Um, yeah. I'm a, not just an attorney, but we run a business, oh. okay? Mm-hmm. A business where we not only want people to be professional, we want people to put on a certain sort of mystique about them, but me, I want somebody who is an individual. I want somebody who is fearless. Okay. 
I'm going to ask you today to give that person permission to be fearless at events. I want that person to feel empowered mm-hmm. under the Constitution to when they go to an event, as you said earlier, if they go to the Juggalo concert, mm-hmm. I want that person to be able to go there, face paint, clown suit, no reproach. Because I like individuals. I like winners. I like freaks within reason. I want someone who is not just part of the crowd. I want someone who is the crowd. I want someone who is trying to, um, not trying to, but just organically standing out with their swagger. The person who is buttoned up, who is there in jeans and a shirt when everybody else is there on Halloween and Mm -hmm. costumes having a great time, that's the real freak. That's the real standout. I don't want to be that person. Former judge, I'm going to drop precedent on you. Former judge Mo Egger. In denying our ability to drink White Claw or seltzers at a Bengals game said, and I quote, I don't want to be the topic of someone's conversation. In this scenario, the topic of conversation is not the person who's dressed up like a lunatic. It's the person who is not. Mm. The real freak. Did you just roll your eyes at him? I did. So in, in closing, what I want you to really consider here is that that milk toasty, khaki wearing, you know, average looking dude in the corner who believes that they're doing something right by their profession, that they're quote unquote fitting in or being too cool. When they go to Halloween and they say, you know what, I'm not a six-year-old. I've got a job. I'm a CPA. And I'm not trying to get fired when somebody puts something on social media. I say to that person, I'm like you. We embrace you. We want you to be you. Be great at your job. You can be a freak meaning somebody okay. who's dressed up event appropriate within reason within reason well that's i mean that's that's a, within that's a fine re- wait, line hold there. on a second your honor <laughs> hold on a second order in the court within please within reason i want you to give that person permission under the constitution to be free to be themselves dressed in a costume as a freak when appropriate mm-hmm. at an event when a, when event appropriate well, I, I thank you at the end <laughs> look here here's my thing first of all you're walking a very thin line on dress appropriate without giving an, an actual event. Gray there's, area. There's okay. there's too many gray areas in what Brett just put out there. I I am forced most weekends to watch an Ohio State football game. I'm so sorry. And You're at welcome. that Ohio State football game, I watch a grown man dressed with beads all over <laughs> and his face painted, looking like an absolute lunatic on TV. Mm-hmm. And my question is not always... He's one of my partners. My question is not always, hey, that guy seems cool. Is what is that guy's day job? Because that seems weird to me. Because he's a grown man and he's at a football event and he's dressed up. Mm-hmm. So you say freedom of freak. I say it's kind of freaky. I say it, it's it's a little bit weird to watch this grown man who I'm, I'm assuming he's a nine to five type of guy every week. Go. You know, I, I I would I would guess that people at his office maybe look at him a little differently. I would ask that when you ask who is this crowd, who's this man that's making this crowd. If I'm dressing up on Halloween and I'm going to a Halloween event and I'm looking a little risque, what happens to that risque outfit at 1 a.m.? What happens when, when the, the costume falls apart and you don't want to wear the high heels and you don't want to be in, in the look anymore and it's 1.30 and you're stuck at a, at a house on a deck in the rain dancing? <laughs> that's, I don't know anybody that's happened to. So, so my it's very question, specific. Yeah. 
my question is, I, I understand the freedom of the freak, but I also stand, understand a time where we are trying as people to be equal, to put on the same level. The age of empowering women to do whatever they want to do. Um, the age of he's bringing yeah. fem- he knows how to get to I me. am bringing, bringing feminism in. I am so mm-hmm. we're we're gonna subject ourselves to to put ourselves out there in a situation where you may be looked down upon for a choice you make or you may be questioned in your line of work because if I'm out and and say I'm say I work at GE and I'm in an event with my bosses and the next thing you know I have no shirt on or I'm dressed up as a costume or this Buckeye guy. All of the sudden, my bosses and my, my, the people that I answer to are now looking at me different. Maybe that promotion doesn't come. Maybe I lose my job because of that. Because of, you're, you're asking to, to pass the freedom of freak. I'm saying the, the freak is sometimes what hides so that you can live both of those personalities. So that you can live this life outside of work. And then in work, your boss just, that's that area. And then you get your night or your event at Halloween to where you can let that out, not in front of those people. So to be clear, you're asking for – you're okay with the ratification, but you're asking for an exception to yes. where it's very – very. it's a very lawyer move there. He's letting you go mm-hmm. with the – he knows where this is going, so he's yep. going with the grain this here. Is, this and it was an uphill battle. This All is right, very interesting because I've been living simultaneously two lives my yep. whole life. I yep. mean, I have a professional life. I even go by a different name. And then I have my – personality life mm-hmm. the comedian the podcast the writer the everything else so i've been to that place where i want to be professional i want to be respected in my workplace and then i have this creative side where i want to be able to say what i want so i've kind of like separated those line. two however mm. here That's we go however right <sighs> but first like julie chen but first life is short mm. life is short are you gonna go to your grave Saying, I wore a suit every day so I could get approval from my boss or my in-laws or whatever. Or do you want to have that sideline moment where you're celebrating with your team and you make it up on the big screen and all your heroes saw you, you committed to your team? Or do you want to go to that event, that 1940s day, and wear that pinup dress that you've always wanted to wear because you are a bombshell and you've always wanted to be that person? Are you going to not live your life and do those things and be that chameleon person that you've always wanted to be? We all have a secret identity that we always wanted to, wanted to dress Including as. your boss. Including your boss. Yeah. And I think that just makes you human. And who knows? They might see you dressed that way or doing those activities or doing that thing and be like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or I wish I, w- I, had, that, I, wish I had the bravery to do that. Or I think that's cool. You so got, where are you, we going with this? I like I like where we're heading, but where are we unique going? Unique and individual will always win over with me. So I, yes. So Brett, <laughs> Brett, you win. Yes. Like you Brett, get pasta. I feel like Brett just plays the crowd. Well, what so what actually happened? He's playing me like a yeah. fiddle. He knows, he knows who I. Yeah. You know what wins? Yeah. Well, you, you knew did. bringing Romaldo in that he was going to say you have to buy. See, I feel like I'm set up for failure. I agreed with this. you though. I do. I, yeah. I appreciate you won that. with her. Yeah. yeah. She, you she saw did. in the episode one and one. And I'll, I'll just. This is all a comp. Like, it's one, one, and one. <laughs> no one cares about who wins it's, and who loses. It's the lesson that no, we're we learning do. here. No, okay, we care. Okay, we it's, care. It's 13, 6, and 4, oh, episode just, 3. 
<laughs> Big words. Too Big many. Words right. You guys need a board because this is yeah. getting yes. confusing. Well, we will have that board on social media. And uh, if you guys, speaking on social media, if you guys want to follow the lovely Kelly Collette, you can follow her either at Kelly Collette on Instagram. I'm sure you can find her on Facebook. You can find her at Living My Fest Life. Living My Fest Life. Yep, I got love it. Your, live your, uh, love your <laughs> Living, loving. Living, loving. My friends wrote that. They're uh, really talented. Also, uh, find her stand-up coming up. Find her at the, all kinds of stuff. The the Pan, one more time. The Pan, Pan Am Layover Lounge. I'm, do, I'm headlining the Super Dope Comedy Festival in Dayton, Ohio this year. Phenomenal. Um, a lot of fun stuff coming up. You can see me on Halloween being the true version of my myself whatever i choose i'm working the funny bone on halloween so i might dress up just for that show i gotta get to work because she's making me feel like a bum history (laughs) made today the first ever ratified la constitutional amendment bill of rights number one freedom of freak Mm -hmm. you you. heard it here today so with that just want to thank kelly thank you phenomenal work i want to thank romualdo again chris bear peppy Ramundo. If you want a rental, go to Pepe. He's got you covered. If you want to buy one and get it custom, go to Romualdo. Again, if you listen to this, go follow and like Romualdo, and you will be entered to win a $200 value custom shirt and a bourbon tailored experience. We're in episode over there. three, and we're giving stuff away already. You, hey, we got to pay the bills, bud. Yeah. We got to pay. That's an unwritten law, too. So yeah. great partners <laughs> like Romualdo help. Tony, thank you. Always. ESP Media, thank you. Always. Next time around. Um, I think we might be getting into the unwritten laws of sports betting. Ooh, Maybe unwritten okay. laws of gambling. I got a ton of those. We're in the middle of uh, some sports, uh, some sports seasons here, so we want to talk a little bit about sports betting next time around. So stay tuned. Follow us at uh, Legonomist, L-E-G-A-N-O-M-I-S-T. If you have any comments, exceptions, any comments, exceptions, issues, actually, and our new, look out for our new intro song. But if you have any comments, if you have any issues of what you heard today, if you want to take issue with Yeah, if you have issues, let us know. Fire away. Fire away. We're all about the discussion. So another great episode. Tony, thank you as always. Go back to your 12 other shows you got to do today. And we'll see you guys next time. Too low.